Hello everybody, welcome back to the Dragon's Library. So today I am reviewing a video game again at long last. Um, of course it's a remake of a video game that's, that came out like a decade ago and is also basically a copy paste of a game that came out two decades ago. So, you know, that's just the way things roll. Uh, in case you haven't guessed, today we're talking about uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Now, I wanted to talk about these games mostly because I want to talk about Diamond and Pearl a bit. Um, and so I bought, uh, both Diamond, Shining Diamond and, I mean, uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. I'm going to trip off on that again. I just know it. <laughs> uh, and played through them. I attempted a Nuzlocke of Brilliant Diamond, but I ended up dying at the Fighting Type Den. Uh, Marceline, Marceline's gym, I think is her name. If I'm remembering correctly. Marceline's. Um, I did finish my playthrough of Pearl, though, and it's basically what I remember. All in all, pretty good games, yeah. I call them some of the best, the best generation of Pokemon. I really wish they had made these platinum, but you know, it's just a personal preference. There's not really much spoiler section for this, so it's just gonna be mainly a single review. If you're worried about spoilers from a, like, you know, 12-year-old game at this point, I mean, that's your problem, I feel like. Uh, but just be warned, there are spoilers for the game's plot if you care about the plot of a Pokemon game. You know, if you're that kind of person. But, uh, alright, so let's get on this. So, for those of you who don't know, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl was released... As the fourth generation of Pokemon games, it was a uh, launch title for the original Nintendo DS. And it was basically my childhood. I played through Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum multiple... Well, not multiple times with... Di well, actually, multiple times with Diamond and Pearl, not multiple times with Platinum. I only played through Platinum once. Um, no, I didn't. No, I did play through it twice. I did play through it twice. I had an action replay back in the day so I could save save states. That's how I played through it twice. Um... And, yeah, they were really good Pokemon games. A great balance of uh, Pokemon. You had cool new evolutions for returning Pokemon. And uh, wonderful new designs. It was probably the last... Um, it probably had some of the most interesting designs. And it also took the Pokemon scale of evil gang uses a Pokemon for nefarious world domination purposes... To the very limits by having you confront the gods of space and time itself and eventually the antimatter universe and even the god god of Pokemon itself, Arceus. Or Arceus, I always differ on how you pronounce that. The problem is, after this game series, like... The, so, right after Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, you had Pokemon Black and White, which had scaled the Pokemon down to uh, sort of... Forces of Nature, like in Gen 3, with more of a Pokemon Civil Rights and Ancient Legends and Myths thing. Uh, more reminiscent of the scale in 3, because once you get to, I, I'm dealing with the forces of time and space and reality, um, scale and, uh, threat level ceases to really matter. Like, you can't, it's hard to scale up from there, and I would argue they didn't really scale up, um, they didn't scale up the threat until Sun and Moon years later. That's a whole nother uh, topic. 
But Pokemon Gen 4 has always been my little baby. Now, the first Pokemon game I ever played was Pokemon Yellow on a friend's, on a friend's Game Boy on the playground. The second, the old, first Pokemon game I ever owned was Pokemon Emerald. But Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, Di- Pokemon uh, Diamond was one of my gateways. Um, and Pokemon Platinum. See, I didn't actually get DS to a while. My brother got one, which I'm a bit salty about. I won't lie. Uh, and he had Diamond. He didn't know what the hell he was doing. But um, once Platinum came out, I got a hold of a DS and, you know, joined him pretty quickly. My brother got tired of Pokemon Diamonds, gave me the game and trade for something else a long time ago. So I owned his copy of Diamond. I promptly deleted his horrible save file. But, uh, yeah. So I have a long history with these games. Now, um, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl had a few minor differences between Platinum. There were some Pokemon, you know, unique to the, each game version. There were also differences in uh, the progression path and certain areas that you could and could not reach. For example, in Platinum, you could easily reach a Gibble under the Cycling Road uh, without the Strength TM, which you need to access that same area in Diamond and Pearl. Those uh, options hold. Basically, these are straight copy-paste of Diamond, Diamond and Pearl, changing maybe two or three things gameplay-wise. The rest of the changes are mostly graphical. However, there are the retroactive changes that come from it being a newer Pokemon game. These are things like the fact that Fairy-type is a new move, or the fact that Leech Life isn't a garbage move anymore and uh, Zubat doesn't learn it early. Yeah, if for those of you who have been out of Pokemon for a while, turns out Leech Life is now actually a decent move. Like, it's not, like, amazing or anything, but it's, like, not garbage anymore. Uh, but Zubat doesn't learn it until it knows way better moves anyway, so it's, you know, still redundant. Uh, in case you were wondering, yes, Leech Life is still redundant, even though it's a bit more a better move on average now. But, uh, yeah. With that all out of the way and context established, let's get into the technical details. Alright, I'm just going to be frank with you. I don't like the new art style. There, I said it. So, the new po- this new Pokemon game, um, now I'm not, I, I actually liked the Let's Go Pokemon, Let's Go, Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu art style. I liked the realistically proportioned humans and I liked the Pokemon around them, uh, in proportion to them. I liked that world. I liked that art style. It looked to me like Pokemon should look like it's a 3D game. Pokemon Diamond, uh, Shining Diamond and I mean, uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. I, I knew I was going to mess that up again. Go for this, like, Playmobil-style art style, where they're all, like, chibi figures, but it's not pixelated anymore, so it's, like, smooth and uh, 3D rendered, and the faces look, like, painted on, and it's just distracting. Like, you have, like... Uh, I remember when I was streaming, and I was doing this over-the-top villain voice while I was reading off the dialogue... For, uh, like, you know, the Team Galactic grunts and the Team Galactic leaders and stuff like that. And I just started, like, laughing because <laughs> they just look so ridiculous. Like, I can't take this, like, threatening dialogue seriously coming out of, like, a Playmobil figure. You know? It's just... It's it's too absurd. Um, And the characters just... Like, I don't know what it is about it. It just looks cheap. Like, it looks like cheap plastic. That's what I'm trying to say. And I hate it. And considering it's one of the only major changes to the game, it has to be worth mentioning. 
the thing is, the art style is fine when it's rendering buildings, when it's rendering water, when it's rendering the terrain. It's just the people. It looks atrocious. Um, so yeah, that was much one major thing on there. I preferred the art style from Diamond and Pearl. I, if you were gonna, if you were gonna put this low effort into making the models, it would have been better just to port it as a straight 2D game. I think that would have been perfectly acceptable, porting it as a straight 2D game. That's just my opinion, but that is the opinion I will put out there. Now, um, there are a handful of minor gameplay differences. So, first up, in the, um, it, the movement controls are now a bit more wonky. See, this game was built, uh, all the maps in this game are designed based around the old grid-based system of movement, where if you hit the button to move forward one, uh, in a direction, you will move forward exactly one square in that direction. However, thanks to the control stick, they decided to remove the grid-based movement system. This leads to you constantly getting caught on walls, especially when riding bikes. Because since you're never going to be riding exact, uh, pointing your stick exactly in the right direction, you will have a slight tilt. And when you start hitting the wall, you're going to, you know, stutter and kind of stop off to the side like you crashed into a wall. And when you're moving really, really fast on the bike, this is exacerbated. Um, and it's just... It's not fun. It's very frustrating. I wish they had stuck to the grid-based style, even if they were using a 3D art style. The maps were not designed for three-dimensional movement. Uh, they were designed for a 2D grid-based movement system, and that's what they should have stuck with. All right. Aside from the general changes to moves and types in the addition of fairy types and stuff like that, that has occurred over the ages of Pokemon. If you want to know about those changes, that's what Bulbapedia is for, kids. Um, there's one new thing for this game, the Grand Underground. So, in the original Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, you could go, uh, mining underground for rare gems, you could trade in for things like, uh, decorations for your secret bases, back when that was a thing you could do. I miss secret bases, I liked that stuff. I grew up with Emerald, though, so I'm a little biased there. <laughs> but, um, now in the new version, that underground area is still there. But there are cave systems you can enter called the Grand Underground. And down there you will find completely unique Pokemon in a lot of them. Uh, they have Pokemon you can't catch anywhere else in the region. And they're sort of universal version to version. This basically gives you an option to catch uh, rare Pokemon you would not otherwise have a chance for. In Nuzlocke Run, it's actually very helpful because it means you can catch additional fire types, which are a really rare type there. Or if you're willing to wait till after Snowpoint, uh, depending on how you're doing it, some Nuzlocke's do once per cave or once per the underground. I did in my Nuzlocke playground once per underground rules, not once per underground specific cave. Uh, if you're willing to wait till after Snowpoint, though, in the final gym badge, you can basically guarantee yourself a Gavite or Gibble encounter. Because in the Grand Underground, you're not having to run through the grass in order to get a Pokemon encounter. Uh, you run into a Pokemon walking around down there. And that's what triggers the bag battle. I really like the system, and I actually wish it had been applied to more of the areas. But I get the fact that they were all they were basically copy pasting these maps that they did not want to put the effort in in order to make it uh, viable for Pokemon wandering through the grass, like in Pokemon Let's Go po Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Which is a shame because I think mixing that uh, world design where Pokemon are just roaming about with the battle mechanics of the original series is a really cool idea. And it's actually that combination of ideas that has made me very, very excited 
for our Pokemon Le- Le- Legends Arceus. Uh, all in all, I think the Grand Underground is a cool idea. I dislike the uh, non-grid-based movement system in a map clearly designed in a map with systems clearly designed uh, for grid-based movement, and I think the art style is dumb. So yeah, all in all, I'm not really sure how to rate this. I'd say probably like a six or a seven out of ten. That probably actually more like a six, five or a six out of ten. That makes me sound really down on it. I actually really enjoyed it because it's hard to find a good place to play Diamond and Pearl these days. I mean, I have access to the game for on like my DS, and even I find it hard to uh, bring it all out and start playing them because you need to make sure you have the DS chargers everywhere. You need to make sure you um, have all the games. You need to make sure you're not overwriting old save files because the, those games were on cartridges that can only have one save. There's a lot of work put into pulling out old games that. Uh, remasters do not, that remasters allow you to avoid. However, I do think this remaster is in many ways a strict downgrade. Uh, for example, there's no platinum at all, which, you know, is an automatic downgrade in my books. Uh, the art style, like I said, is not as good. The non-grid-based movement does make it clunkier to move around in. And there, I don't know, there's just something not the same about it in the sense that it keeps all the Pokemon type changes and move changes that we've experienced over the last few years. And as a result of that, it just kind of feels empty. This isn't a bad remake by any means. It's just one that was put together with no effort. This is essentially not really a remake so much as it is an outright copy-paste with like three new things, two of which aren't really upsides but are downsides instead. Uh, so like I said... Not the worst thing that's ever happened by far to Pokemon. No, Pokemon has been around a long time. There's a lot more embarrassing incidents, like the time it sent a bunch of kids to the hospital with epilepsy for one of its uh, TV show episodes. No, no, no. It's not the worst thing that'll ever happen. Uh, it's not even the worst Pokemon game by far. And you know what? It did remind me of better days, and I had a fun time playing these games. If you want to experience Diamond and Pearl and you don't have access to a 3DS and you don't feel like spending hundreds of dollars to get a three a, a DS and the um, necessary game cartridge, then I would recommend picking these up and seeing if you like it. Um, you get Cynthia, who's the coolest Elite Four trainer. So, you know, that's a small upside on the side. But, uh, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thank you very much for sitting with me. I know this was a shorter review than normal, but I will see you guys on on Tuesday. I uh, can't wait to review the next thing. See you guys then. Bye. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode, and thank you for listening to The Dragon's Library. Please, subscribe to this podcast to be notified of new episodes. The Dragon's Library releases new episodes Tuesday and Friday each week, and you can follow us on Twitter at dragon underscore library 2. If you want to suggest an episode topic, my email is in the description below. And as always, thank you so much for all your support.